Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome, everybody. Monday morning. I don't know what I was ever thinking when I said I do this on Monday morning because, for one, I'm not a morning person. And, well, it's 11 o'clock. I really have no excuse. But it's Monday. (laughs) My weekend was crazy. And... Here I am, and I'm glad that you guys are all here with me, and I appreciate it. And Lucy is our muting ninja today, so she is the boss, and if there's background noise, she'll take care of it. Um, and at the end, when I open it up for questions, well, i got to turn off my speech. Hold on. Goodness gracious, everyone. I can hear everything. Um, so at the end, um, we'll open up for questions, and we'll do raised hands like we usually do, and Lucy will call on you guys. But just for time's sake, we'll do like we usually do, and we'll cover the information first and then open up at the end for questions. So um, for anyone who wasn't with me yesterday on the Crafty Chat, we also talked about fragrances, more fragrance in your home. And um, if you're interested in any of those recipes from potpourri to room sprays to stovetop potpourris and apple spice um, me on that email listed and I can send you the recipes even um, you know talk about those a little bit or you know we could ask questions if you weren't there yesterday but for the most part today we're going to talk about how to make your own um, blends perfumes colognes those types of things at home using your essential oils so I heard this like this person quote what is sent how she sees essential oils and she says they're powerful potent plant magic I like that I mean, I love plants and anything nature, so I think they're pretty magical in what they can do for us, but I liked that. So when you're considering what fragrance to put together, there are several things you want to consider. Um, Most importantly, what smells do you like? If you're going to have something on your body, in your home or whatever, however you're blending that you're going to have around you all day long, um, it makes sense, right, that you're going to want to use oils that you like. So that's sort of a no-brainer, but I thought I'd put it out there. Um, Looking at what impact you're hoping that that essential oil combination will have on your body and your mind, definitely something to consider because, you know, what oils provide to you individually can be different than what they provide to you synergistically when you add them all together. What's going to be cost-effective for you? Because some oils are pretty expensive and um, backtracking a little bit, that's why a lot of times colognes and fragrances that you buy in the store can cause headaches and unwanted effects. Like, I don't know about any of you guys, but as a person that has dealt with migraines her whole life, walking through the perfume section of a department store is torturous for me. It's so overpowering or even passing somebody who just like, you, they smell like they bathed in it. And, you know, if they were bathing in all natural, non-toxic products, you know, I mean, if you walked by me slathered in essential oils, it probably wouldn't bother me, assuming I like the oils you had on. But all the synthetics that are put into perfumes are, you know, in part to keep the price down. If they only used straight, potent, pure essential oils, um, depending on which ones they used, it could be a pretty um, pricey perfume. So, Um, when you are considering, um, you know, putting your blends together, just know that some oils are more expensive than others. And that's going to be something you want to consider not only when you're choosing the oil, but when you're figuring how many drops to put in to each of your blends. 
Um, and also consider the energy that you want to put out there in the world by the perfume. So for example, um, the citrus oils are sort of uplifting and that's going to influence your mood and the way that you interact with other people during the day, which is going to change the energy if you believe in that stuff <laughs> um, around you and the way that people also respond to you. So those are just some of the things to consider. Um, like a couple examples of that is like lemon is a great oil for focus, lavender for calming, and patchouli, which happens to be one of my favorites for grounding and centering and sort of balancing. Um, I think patchouli is one of those scents that you either love or you hate. And often people will say, well, it's a hippie smell. That's totally fine with me. <laughs> I love it. So, okay. So here's like the body of our discussion today. And I hope it's going to make sense to all of you guys. Um, it's, you know, that's what we're going to spend the majority of our time on. And then I have a bunch of suggested recipes that if we don't get to them, don't worry, because um, I will send these to you if you if you want them. Just reach out to me and ask for them, because um, I just won't be sending them out in a bulk um, email. But so the body of our talk today is going to talk about that um, when you're putting a fragrance together, fragrances have what they're called notes. So top notes, mid notes, and base notes. And with those combinations together, that's how you'll um, acquire the fragrance that you're hoping to put together. So we're going to start with the top notes. The top notes are what you first smell when you apply a fragrance. They usually evaporate faster than any other oils in the fragrance. I mean, they're full-bodied. You can smell them right away, but they usually evaporate um, quicker throughout the day as you're wearing them. Um, they're usually oils that are antiviral proper, have antiviral properties to them just because of the nature of the oils and what they are. And they're usually lighter and fresher and some of the less expensive oils. <clears throat> so we'll talk a little bit under each note what those oils might include. And so what I'm going to ask of you today, just mentally, because sometimes I like to do giveaways on my calls. And so today, what I would like to offer to somebody, um, and I'll tell you at the end how to do that, is um, to put together a custom blended fragrance for you paired up with an aromatherapy lava bracelet so you can have that with you throughout the day. And so as I go through these top, these base and these middle notes, I want you, and I talk about the different oils that are in each category, I want you to mentally think, like pick one or two from each category that you think appeals to you. And after the call, send that to me. And I'll choose like, I don't know, like the seventh person to write to me maybe. And um, that person will be the person I'll get in touch with and make that blend up for them. So just something to be thinking about as we go through it. All right. So given these top notes, here's some, some of the oils that are considered top notes. And some of the oils you'll see might be in one or two categories. Usually it's going to be a a middle and a top or, or a base note and a middle, like they won't be, they won't be a base note and a top note because there's, you know, too much difference between them. But so here's our top notes, lavender, tangerine. I'm going to go through slow. So you're making your mental notes, <laughs> eucalyptus, lime, peppermint, lemon, grapefruit, lemongrass. Um, what other ones? Let me think. Mm basil and cinnamon. 
And cinnamon, you you know, you think of as being strong, so you would think it'd be more of a bass note, but it's actually a top note because you're going to smell it pretty significantly when you first um, apply your fragrance. Um, if you need me to go through those again, um, just raise your hand. We can do that right now just to make sure because I want if I want you to have your opportunity to get your, your custom blend. So if you need that, um, you know, raise your hand. Um, a couple others, just real quick, are Pettigrain, which is used in a lot of perfumes. It's sort of like a masculine version of a lavender. Um, Neroli and Spearmint are three other ones to maybe consider, and those are your top notes. Lucy, did anyone need yes. that right again? Okay. One, one hand. Um, Sharon. Sharon. Sharon Mack? Yep. Okay. All right, Sharon, you need those right again? Yes, please. Okay. I'm going to read those again. So lavender, tangerine, eucalyptus, lime, peppermint, <coughs> lemon, cinnamon, um, the pedigrain, neroli, spearmint. It's just some of them. So, all right. So our top notes are going to be what we first smell when we put on our fragrance, but they're going to evaporate quicker throughout the day. And um, typically, they're going to be the least expensive of the oils. And for the most part, not as potent. So, you know, when we're adding them in, we can add in a couple more drops. And that's not like a general statement, um, but just with some of the ones that I listed. Like the citrus oils, you know, you can usually add a little bit more because they're not as strong. Okay, so the next category that we would put into a fragrance would be our mid-notes. And the mid-notes makes up the body of the fragrance. It's really... The, the experience of the oil and what you're hoping to sort of um, get out of it. It makes up the most, the majority of the fragrance. So 50 to 80% of the fragrance will come from your mid notes. So it's really important that you like them because they're going to stay with you throughout the day. Um, and you can pick, you know, one or two mid notes to a blend because it helps to keep the cost down if you are using more than just one oil um, in the mid notes section. Um, it sort of provides a balancing effect um, and synergizes all of the oils together, the mid notes. Um, and it's not like, unlike the top notes that you smell right away, the mid notes, it may take a few minutes for you to pick up what those mid notes are. It may, you know, once you've applied it to your skin or sprayed it in the air, it may take a few minutes for you to be able to pick up on those mid notes. So they're not necessarily as, as obvious right away. <coughs> excuse me okay are you ready for your mental making your mental notes <laughs> okay and there's going to be some oils in here that you wouldn't think to put into perfumes um and the first one is black pepper what <laughs> black pepper in a perfume um you know that's for food right not for for colognes and perfumes but you'd be surprised how many um cologne and perfume companies actually use pep black pepper in their um their perfumes. So black pepper, cardamom, geranium, um, fennel, which is like licorice if you don't know the smell of um, fennel, um, Douglas fir, rosemary, Siberian fir, chamomile. So if you're familiar with like a chamomile tea, um, lavender again is here. It's in our top note and our mid notes. Um, Melissa, which is commonly called um, lemon balm and what else nutmeg 
and spikenard, which is kind of a, another sort of version of lavender, and yarrow, it's Y-A-R-R-O, I don't know if it's O or O-W, but yarrow. So, and doTERRA actually doesn't sell a yarrow, they sell a yarrow pomegranate combination. So actually, if you've picked yarrow as your blend, I would take that off your list because the yarrow palm together is going to have um, a very deep color to it. And I wouldn't want you to spray it on yourself and get it onto your, you know, mess up your clothing or your linens or whatever. So um, choose from one of those other ones. I'm mostly telling you here oils that doTERRA sells because obviously that's what I use and that's what I'm going to have here to make your blends. All right. So we've covered the top notes. That's what you're going to initially smell. It's going to evaporate. More cost-effective oils. Many of our citrus oils are included in there. Any you questions, have a, um, Lucy? On yep, Susan. Okay. Susan, you need those repeated um, for the. What's yarrow? Excuse me. What is yarrow? Yarrow is actually a flower that grows in your garden. Um, it's typically really fabulous for um, skin health. So a lot of times that's why it's included in. Um, in skin products. And it does have a really nice scent to it. But again, we don't sell yarrow just by itself. We only sell it with pomegranate combined because of the antioxidant properties of the two together. And, um, and it has a very deep color because of the pomegranate. And that's why um, I probably wouldn't actually pick it to use in one of these blends just because of that. Thank you. But yeah, you're welcome. Okay. All right. So we're going to go into our base notes. And our base notes is what we use to sort of blend it all together. It's like the anchor. It grabs onto all of the other essential oils and pulls them in to make up the overall final blend that you're going to end up with. Um, these are the oils that will last throughout your day. It's going to be the oil that sticks with you the longest. That at the end of the day, when you think you can't smell it anymore and you take off your clothes to put them in the laundry basket, you think... What is that amazing smell? It's more than likely going to be that base um, smell. And um, so make sure you really, really pay attention to this base notes and the oils and what you like. They're more intense and heavy and more concentrated in um, the potency of the oils. And um, it slows down the evaporation of the other oils. And that's why, um, you know, the other oil fragrances still remain, but this one is going to be um, the strongest. They're usually rich and relaxing in nature, and they're usually the most expensive of the notes that you're going to put into your blend. So top notes, least expensive, mid-tone, sort of in that mid-range, and you know, combining a couple is a way to keep the cost down, and the base notes are going to be the more expensive oils so, um, and they don't, you know, they don't comprise, um, the majority of the oil is not comprised of those. So it's, it's okay that they're a little bit more expensive. The mid notes, um, comprise the majority of your, of your oil. Okay. All right. So pay attention because this is the most expensive oil I'm going to give you. <laughs> so pay attention to the blend. Okay. So these are going to be like a lot of your wood oils, like cedar wood patchouli, um, cassia, which if you're not familiar with cassia, it's sort of a sweeter version of a cinnamon, um, clove, jasmine, and jasmine we actually don't sell um, as a straight oil because of the cost of it. We sell it in a 10 milliliter roller bottle. So if you choose jasmine as your oil, 
Um, I probably will be adding a little bit more of that because it's already diluted. So I'll just take some out of the bottle and, and add a little bit more of that one so you get the smell. Um, what else? Myrrh, which is pretty phenomenal. Myrrh is a great oil for healing wounds. Like, I don't mean a cut or a scrape. I mean like emotional wounds. So above we talked about picking oils that achieve what you're looking for emotionally and physically, what energy you want to put out there kind of things. And maybe I should have mentioned that. And if you have questions about specific properties of oils that we've listed, you know, we can talk about that at the end, but myrrh is one of those great oils that's fabulous for healing like emotional wounds and hurts. Um, so if that's where you're at, that's a great oil to choose. Sandalwood is a, is a base note. Um, vetiver is a base note, very calming. Like I said, a lot of these base notes are, or yeah, base notes are going to be calming and grounding woodsy tree oils. And we've talked on previous calls about the properties of the different oils, roses and flowers and those florals sort of being um, uplifting and make you feel beautiful. And they're, you know, usually associated with kind of girly, they're great skin oils. The citrus are going to be uplifting and invigorating, energizing. <clears throat> um, the tree oils, the wood oils are going to be very grounding and balancing to your body. Rose is another oil that is a base oil. And um, rose is about $275 for a five milliliter bottle. Oh <laughs> it goodness. takes like some ridiculous wow. 70 pounds of oil to make like one drop of essential oil for rose. So needless to say, um, I don't have straight up rose oil. But again, doTERRA does offer it in a 10 milliliter roller bottle. And so if Rose is one of those you choose, you better make sure you're really nice to me on your email. And <laughs> can I say that on a, a streaming? <laughs> um, anyway, I'd be happy to share. I said I would. But, um, and then vanilla and ylang ylang and copaiba. We've talked about copaiba. Some people say copaiba. Some people say copaiba. Um, it's an oil that's great for, it's, it's kind of compared to like a CBD oil and the properties that it contains, targeting those CB2 receptors and helping with um, not only pain, but also um, cell renewal and stuff like that. So, and the note that you choose does not determine necessarily the concentration of, of how much oil you would use. It's going to really depend on um, how strong of an oil it is. So again, you want to really, really love your base notes. You want to, you know, really like your mid notes. And then it's going to be topped off with that, um, that top note. All right. Does anyone have any questions about me wanting to cover any of the oils in each category? All right. And no one, Lucy? Nope. Okay. All right. So there's three basic ways that I like to make my custom fragrances at home. And, and remember now, we're mostly talking here about um, perfume slash colognes, not necessarily putting them in your diffuser or making up a room spray or a body scrub. Right now, that's not the kind of fragrance that we're talking about. We're talking about like a perfume. And the first way is to make a solid perfume. So if you're familiar with that, a lot of times they come in like a little tin you know, kind of like what a chapstick would be in. Um, and they come in a little tin and they're hard. And then you just simply rub your, your finger over the top to remove some of that perfume. 
And then it would be like dabbed on behind your ear, on your pulse points, on your wrist, those types of things. So that's one way to make a fragrance perfume. And um, with any of these, you know, applying a little bit at a time and applying them throughout the day, you know, is how you're going to achieve, you know, sort of keeping that smell with you throughout the day. The second choice is to make a roller bottle. And usually that's made in a 10 milliliter roller bottle, preferably like a blue or a glass or blue or an amber glass bottle, because the oils can be, it can change the, the makeup of an oil if it's exposed to heat or sun. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's why when we're making blends um, that are actually, that are done on the stove, um, like say you're making a candle or you're making a, um, like we made gel air fresheners yesterday, or if you're using them for cooking, the oil will be the last thing that you add after the liquid has cooled a little bit, just so you're not destroying, um, it just sort of evaporates into the air. Um, the oils can be kept in the refrigerator because it won't change their makeup or their properties. And sometimes for us as blind people, it's a really great thing, you know, way to store them because we can feel when they hit our skin, um, you know, to make up certain blends. But, um, but putting them in a glass uh, bottle that's either amber or dark blue will help with maintaining the integrity of the oil so it's not destroyed by light or um, that type of thing. And the roller bottles are easily found. doTERRA does sell them. And I'm just, you know, I've, I've talked before about this. These calls are just fun for me because I love the oils. I'm not about like how much money can I make from my classes. doTERRA sells the roller bottles. They're way cheaper on Amazon. So um, you get like 20 bottles for, you know, $20 or something like that. So if you're looking at making, you know, holiday gifts, you know, it's a really great way to buy your oil, your bottles is on Amazon. If you're looking to just try it out and you don't really want 20 bottles, then I think doTERRA sells them like three or five at a time or something like that. And then the last way to make your perfume or your cologne could be a spray perfume or cologne. And again, in a glass bottle is preferred because of it usually being the amber or blue color, but also the oils, especially the citrus oils, have a tendency to break down the plastic if you use a plastic container. And um, not only is it going to leach any toxins from that plastic into your perfume, but it may even break down the plastic enough that it puts a hole in the plastic and then you're just going to wind up with a big mess everywhere. But if you're considering doing these homemade, non-toxic, essential oil perfumes and colognes, then I'm assuming that you're looking for something that is natural and non-toxic. And so why would you then put it in plastic and risk the chance of that toxin from the plastic leaching into your perfume that you're now going to apply to your body? All right. So those are the three different ways that we can make perfumes and colognes. <clears throat> and we'll go through a little bit like what would each one of those look like and what might be like a base recipe for it. And then I have tons of suggested recipes here. I do want to make sure that I talk a little bit about diluting your oils and the importance of that and how many drops is suggested to put into like a roller bottle so that you're not having any skin sensitivity. So that's really important to me that you guys don't make something and then have a horrible reaction to it. And, and it's really suggested that when you start using the essential oils that you're going to apply to your skin, that you just do like a patch test. So maybe on the inside of your forearm, just to make sure that you don't have any skin sensitivity before you just slather yourself in it. 
So, all right. So the first one we're going to talk about is making a solid perfume or solid cologne. And that's the one we talked about would come in a little tin. And I just bought, I don't know, 30 of the tins um, from Amazon. And I will put a resource on this recipe list so that you guys know what those are called, the ounces and stuff that they hold. So this is going to be something that is done on the stove. So that may, you may, I might see some of you drop off right this minute, um, but you can do it. I know you can. <laughs> so the way that I like to do my recipes that I use on the stove is I take um, a small saucepan and I fill it with a couple inches of water in the bottom. And then I take my glass measuring cup you know, the actual for pouring with a handle on it. And I set it down inside of the water. And I usually leave the handle like sticking out of the of the pan if that's possible. Now, I mean, I always grab mine with a hot mat or a tea towel or something anyway. So that's going to be the most important thing when you're doing this is just that you, um, you know, are careful. So I sit my glass container down inside of my um, my pot of water and I bring that water up to a boil. And um, usually I'll add my stuff into the glass measuring cup before I put it down in the water, just so that I'm not like, what if I dropped it into the water or now the water's already boiling and the pan's already hot. So a lot of times I'll add my ingredients to my glass measuring cup before I put it into the pot and even turn the stove on. So a suggested recipe is one ounce of beeswax and that can be purchased in a variety of forms. Like it comes in a huge big chunk, which I find hard to cut because it's quite um, it's quite hard. Um, it comes in little like um, if you know if you would like think of like a Hershey's bar, and it, and you can break it into the little individual squares. Beeswax comes in like those little squares like that. My preferred way to buy it is the beeswax pellets, and they look like little lentils or you know if you're familiar with like split split peas or they come in little wax pellets like that and that's my preferred way to buy it and you're going to want one ounce of that and I use um you know I have a talking scale when I'm measuring my foods and different things so I just make sure it's you know it counts for the bowl that's on there and and I just do one ounce um or you could probably ask Lady A to tell you how many tablespoons of beeswax would be in one ounce or something. But I usually just measure it in my, in my um, scale. Um, three ounces of jojoba oil or fractionated coconut oil. Those are my two that I use the most. One, because jojoba oil doesn't go rancid. It has a very long shelf life. And so if, you know, if you're only using three ounces of your jojoba oil, depending on the size of your bottle, and you don't use it again for another three months, you don't have to worry about the jojoba oil, um, you know, going rancid. And so that's probably the one that I use the most. Um, and you can, like I said, you can use fractionated coconut oil too, which is nice because it doesn't have a scent or a color or, you know, anything like that. So that's a, another one that you could use. And so what you're going to do is you're going to put that beeswax and that oil of choice, jojoba oil, you could use sweet almond oil. I'm not sure of the heat um, properties of the sweet almond oil, but the jojoba and the fractionated coconut work well. Put that into your measuring um, cup and place that down inside the water. And you're going to take something. I usually use like a glass stir stick when it's not in my cocktail. 
and um, <laughs> or or a wooden skewer or something like that and i just stir that um until it all melts down um and then when that's all melted down you're going to take it out carefully and you're going to sit it on a heat proof surface and this is when you're going to add your oils and use that stir tick to stir your fragrance in and then pour it into your individual um, little tins and I usually use like a funnel or something to pour it in you know you want to be careful um, and I wouldn't fill it quite to the top although as it sets up it is going to shrink a little bit and um, you're just going to want to leave it on the counter in the little tin that you've put it in for about I don't know 20 minutes 25 minutes but you want to make sure that you let it set up before you touch it otherwise unless you don't mind having a fingerprint in the middle of your but I like like a nice smooth clean top to mine and then, um, you know, once it's done, you just go ahead and rub your finger across the top, get some of those oils on and, and apply it. And it will last a really long time. Just screw the metal lid on. Um, if I'm giving it as a gift, I will punch out like a circle punch from my scrapbooking and, um, and then write whatever the essential oil um, blend is, or I'll give it like you know, my own individual name or whatever I want to do if I want to give it as a gift. So and you can make them, um, we're not going to talk about this today, but you can also make your chapsticks the same way. It's sort of a similar process, you know, melting them down in a pan, adding, like, say you want to do a candy cane chapstick, you know, you could add peppermint or the candies that we eat at Christmas that have sort of that, their ribbons and they have like fruity flavors or, um, you know, you could add wintergreen because I know there's a lot of that stuff. So you could make a really fun chapstick in a tin in a very similar way using your essential oils. Um, to get the fragrance that you're looking for. All right. So um, that's one way that you can make your perfumes is in a solid um, perfume in a tin. And one suggested recipe that I have here, and like I said, every recipe is going to appeal differently to different people. There's those of us that love those woodsy oils, and there's those of us that want, you know, like that feminine sort of girly smell of the florals and citrus. And so this blend is a woodsy blend. Um, so five drops of cypress. I'm just giving you some examples of blends. And again, I'll send these out to you if you want them. But so it'd be five drops of cypress, six drops of juniper berry, six drops of patchouli. And then you'd, you know, you'd have your beeswax and you'd have your jojoba oil or whatever in there. And what I like about the beeswax is it has sort of that sweet honey smell to it just for the nature of where it comes from. And, and that really adds a lot to your fragrances when you're using the be beeswax. I really like that. Okay, so that's, that's sort of the base of your perfume, um, solid perfume. And again, you're, then you would choose your oils based on those base, middle, and top notes and, and what smells you like and what you're hoping to achieve. All right, this is my favorite way. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm just going to take a sip of grapefruit-infused water, Allie, in case you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Um, okay, so my favorite way to make blends is in the roller bottles because um, they're just, I don't know, they're easier. They're, they, you know, I just throw it in my purse. It's, I like that they're very much diluted for me already when I make them, so I don't have to worry about the dilution. And it's just a really cute packaging, a really cute way to um, give a gift if you're wanting to do that. So, what does a roller bottle mean? If you don't have any and you haven't been on any of my classes, 
it's just a tall lipstick size, you know, a little bit bigger, a little bit taller than a lipstick, but that thick around, um, or like a lip gloss or something type container with roller bottle or roller ball on the end. And you can get plastic roller balls and you can get metal roller balls. And because of the nature of what these roller bottles are intended for, for this case, the plastic is okay. But I have found that they sometimes get sticky and then the roller ball doesn't move around as well. And so my preference is the the metal roller bottles. So if you are looking on Amazon for 10 milliliter glass roller bottles, my my recommendation would be to look for the, the metal roller bottles. They're just, they roll easier. And I like the cooling sensation of the metal when I put the oil onto my skin too. Um, and so to make these roller bottle blends, you're only really going to need three things. You're going to need your glass roller bottle. You're going to need your carrier oil and you're going to need your essential oils and that's it. And here again, your carrier oil could be fractionated coconut oil. That's my preference because it doesn't change the, um, the scent of my fragrance. It could be the sweet almond oil. It could be the jojoba oil. Um, you know, like, I don't, I mean, when I say worst case scenario, I don't mean like it would be awful, but if you didn't have things in your house and you didn't want to spend a whole lot investing in these special oils, um, you could, um, even use like something like an olive oil. It's not going to be terrible, but it, the life, the shelf life's not going to be as long because certain oils do have a shelf life and do go rancid. And if you're using it every day, you may use it up before that even happens. But um, you know, I tend to go back and forth between different oils, depending on what I'm needing that day. And that's one of the reasons I use the fractionated coconut or the jojoba is because it has a longer shelf life. So the recommended dilution, <coughs> excuse me, um, when you're making up your blends for essential oils, and I know we've talked about this on previous calls and it's, you know, it's very much a, um, there's the suggested what to do when you're diluting your oils, whether it's on your skin or on your dog's skin or however you're using it. And then there's just the experience that comes with the more that you use the oils and knowing your body and knowing what you um, can tolerate. So um, start off small so that you're not um, finding that you're having any reactions. Again, apply it to like a, a patch on your forearm or something like that to see how your body reacts to it. They're very, very potent, but very, very safe if you're careful with them. So you don't have to. Um, you know, they're, they're no more harmful than a prescription that you're putting into your body, right? Because we all know they have side effects. So um, just to be aware of it when you're starting off. But the recommended dilution for um, when you're making up your roller bottles is anywhere from 12 to 15 drops in your 10 mil roller bottles. I can sometimes go as much as even like 20 or, I mean, I've even gone higher, but for you guys starting out, I would say kind of try to keep it to 12 to 15 drops to your, um, to your carrier oil. Um, okay. So all you would do is you would, um, what I think would work best for us as blind people, right? I have three sighted people that live in my house. So if, if they're here, I'm going to use them. That's just, that's just, honesty and my truth. Um, I'm all about telling the truth, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but if you, you know, they're not always here and I, and I do want to make something up how I would make these roller bottle blends because suggested is to, you know, mix, put the oils in the bottom of your roller bottle and then add in your carrier oil and blah. And it makes it sound so easy, but it's not so easy when you can't see. 
So what I would do is I would probably, um, I, I buy my fractionated coconut oil from Amazon in a pump. That way I can just hold the pump spigot um, over the top of the roller bottle and pump it in and, until it's full. Um, and, and that's just easier to me than trying to pour. So what I would do is I would pump that full with the fractionated coconut oil until I know it's full. And then I would pour it into a bowl. And I know you're asking, well, if it's going to go back in there, why are you pouring it into a bowl? Well, because now we need to measure our oils, our essential oils. And so what then I do, if nobody's around, if I want to use all one scent, say I know I just love lavender and I'm really not looking for a perfume, but I'm looking for something that I can roll onto the bottom of my feet when I go to bed or onto the back of my neck. And I know I just want straight lavender. Um, you can buy little pipettes, little eyedropper type things that hold around seven drops. And um, again, I can add that on this form before I get it sent out to you. Um, and so, you know, you would fill that pipette up with the lavender. Then I would go ahead and put it into my, into my carrier oil and mix it up and then take a small funnel and pour that back into my 10 mil roller bottle. That's the way that I do it if nobody's around. So how are you going to measure the drops? So I'm saying it's not easy to measure them into a 10 mil roller bottle, but now I'm asking you to measure them into um, the bowl. If you don't have a pipette, that's why I said keeping them in the fridge is sometimes nice because you can always drop them onto your pointer finger, make sure your hands are clean, especially if you're giving as a gift. Um, but you can just drop the oils onto your pointer finger and, um, and then just swirl it into the bowl with your carrier oil and then use your funnel to pour it back in. If you're wanting to mix, say, lavender eucalyptus, or we know if you're wanting to mix something else, depending on how many drops your pipette holds, then, you know, you'd fill up one with lavender and one with eucalyptus. And when you put them both in, then you would have, you know, your approximately like your 15, 12 to 15 drops in there. So, um, so again, how are we doing for time, Lucy? It is, uh, just a sec. Oh, goodness. Okay. No problem. I mean, I could ask Alexa too, because I'm on my cell phone but 241 so we got about oh gosh 19 minutes all right so i'm not actually going to go through recipes with you guys but please to me at blind essentials at gmail if you want them because i have a ton here of suggested recipes um you know whether you're looking for like a flirty sort of scent which is going to be like your your citruses and your florals um if you're looking for more of like, I have one here called Enchantress, if that appeals mm. to any of you. Um, whether you're looking for, like like I said, more of a citrus blend or an earthy blend or a spicy blend. I mean, you know what you like. So think about that when you're emailing me. Um, let's see. So I want to make sure I cover the cologne like sprays with you guys. Um, here's just a couple of things for you to think about just real quick. So... Um, Jasmine and frankincense is a nice blend. Um, you know, you're going to want to add something else in there too. So you have all your, your notes covered. Um, doTERRA has a blend that's called passion, which is kind of a cinnamony spicy. And then we have whisper, which is like our wood oil, one of our wood oils with patchouli. San this is one of my favorites, sandalwood, citrus bliss, which is our citrus. Sandalwood would be our base note. The citrus bliss would be our top note. And, um, and then Whisper would be sort of a combination of the oils between our base note and our middle note. That's a really nice blend. Um, 
anyway, but like I said, I have tons and tons of like recipes here. So I can, I can, if you want to wait, I'll kind of give it till the end of the week to hear from everyone. If you want to wait till you get the suggested recipes and then get back to me, we can do it that way. Um, so the other way that we can make our, our colognes or perfumes is making them into a spray and it can be a room spray, right? Or it can be an actual cologne that we spray onto our bodies. And it's just going to be, again, a glass bottle, but you're going to want to make sure it's a, a spray bottle. Um, I like to buy like a four, um, four milliliter glass spray bottles. And um, it's really just going to be your water, your essential oils. I like to use distilled water just so I'm not getting any stuff in there that I don't want. And it's going to be um, a dispersant, a soluble dispersant of some kind, meaning something that's going to help your oil and water blend together and keep the fragrance around for as long as possible. So when I make up my room sprays, I tend to use um, either um, ethyl alcohol or vodka, um, one for you, one for me, or whether, <laughs> well, I'm really planning a really great image of myself on this call today my cocktail stirring sticks and my, my, my <laughs> well no it's out there now what can i say we're not we're not going to stream this after all right tyson <laughs> not at all anyway, to everybody so listening out there yeah. <laughs> it's either going to be your ethyl alcohol your vodka or you can use witch hazel and that's what i like to mix with my water when I'm making my room sprays. When I'm making like a perfume, you can use that certainly because it's not going to hurt you to use one of those, which hazel, you know, we use on our skin for bruising and stuff like that. So none of them are going to hurt you if that's the, the route that you choose to take. But you can also buy what's actually called a soluble dispersant. And I buy mine from Arom um, Aromatics International and it just comes in like a six ounce bottle or something like that. And you're only going to need like one to three tablespoons, depending on the size of the bottle that you use. <clears throat> and so then you would just, you know, mix your water, your dispersant of choice and your essential oils. And I thought since I knew you'd be on here today, Tyson, that I thought I'd, you know, we don't often talk about like, well, what would be great for guys, right? Like there's beard oils and there's like all sorts of stuff. Guys need to be they, I mean, I'm, there's nothing better than a good smelling man. So, <laughs> you know, they need to be smelled up too. So here's like a suggestion for, we'll just do this and then we'll, we'll um, take some questions. But here's a men's cologne. It's a refreshing masculine cologne for men. So you would use 3.5 ounces of your distilled water in a four ounce glass spray bottle. And in this one, because it's a little bit bigger of a bottle and it's mixed with water, you would do, tell me if it sounds good afterwards, Tyson, 15 drops of mandarin. I know you like that already. 15 drops of patchouli, hmm, maybe. Three drops of bay laurel, which kind of has a, hmm, how would I describe bay laurel? It's very good for um, like respiratory stuff. It's very uplifting and invigorating. Three drops of the black pepper two to three drops of vetiver, which is a root tree oil, which is very calming. It's also, you know, very balancing. And a lot of people even like to use it at bedtime. And one to two drops of neroli, which is an aphrodisiac oil, just saying. Ooh. So then you would mix that in your spray bottle with your water <laughs> and your dispersant. Um, so anyway, like I said, I, I have tons of recipes, but I really just wanted you guys to understand when you're putting a fragrance together that to 
in order for it to achieve the effect you're looking for, you want to somewhat use the oils that fall into those three categories of base, top, and middle notes, and be conscious of the effect that you're trying to achieve and picking oils that you like, um, especially those base notes that are going to hang around for the, for the remainder of the day. And just talk about some th- three different ways that you can make them. And if you have you know, any other questions once the call is finished, you can always reach out to me and if you're looking for resources and stuff like that. But I'm going to open it up for questions. And, um, and then when I've cleaned this document up a little bit and added in some of those resources for you, um, if you reach out to me, I'll send it to you. And then I want to hear from you by the end of the week um, if you're interested in getting that free um, blend with an aromatherapy lava bracelet. So, okay. For questions. Connie? <coughs> Hello, beautiful friend. Hi, Haley. It's Connie. Glad you're here. How can I help you? Well, I'm not a real fan of tree oils. So, if I were to make a perfume using one of the tree oils as a base, mm-hmm. which one would be really subtle? Um, not patchouli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not vetiver. Um, I think some people have um, a uh, sensitivity and some people are allergic. I'm finding this out from these Monday calls to cedar wood. But I think that would probably, if you don't have an allergy, the cedar wood would probably be the one that I would go with. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Monica? Hi. Yes, friend. Hello. Hi. Um, I think I'm like Connie in that I don't really like the trios, but you mentioned one that's like a uh, a cinnamon. Maybe oh, cassia. Is that yeah, a cassia? Yeah, you could use that as yeah, you could use that too. That's going to be considered a because um, you know, like cinnamon is a twig, really, right? It's not a floral. It's not a leaf. It's not a, and so it is considered one of the tree-based oils. So yeah, you certainly could use cassia and cassia and cinnamon. Um, those two oils, like I said, smell similar. One is just sweeter than the other. They come from different parts. Um, but it's, again, it's one of those oils like neroli that's considered an aphrodisiac, if that's what you're looking for. So cassia might be your choice. Keep that in your mind. Connie, for you too, that might be an oil that you could use. Thank you. Uh-huh. Anybody else? Nope. Wow. Okay, you guys. Well, I got a question. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I am. <clears throat> I love lavender. Um, mm-hmm. It's you know just calming and clean, and and I just think it's great. Uh, what would be your recommendations like to to blend with lavender for for a fragrance? My favorite to blend with lavender is um, ylang ylang. Do you like floral? Because it's kind of a strong. No, I don't. No, okay. So then I wouldn't go with Ylang Ylang. I would probably do, Mm. I love lavender and orange together. And Mm. then I might throw in one of those tree oils with it. Mm -hmm. So maybe a frankincense or um, a cedar wood with lavender and orange might be a really nice blend. Um, The tree oil is going to be your base. Mm -hmm. And then the lavender can serve as either a top note or a middle note. Mm-hmm. And then the orange would serve as your as your middle note. So, patchouli- so sandalwood might be nice too if you like sandalwood. So you could do lavender, sandalwood, and orange. Would patchouli oil go with it or not? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you like patchouli, I would. I do- love it. Yeah. So I can remember. Oil. Yeah, as a young yeah. girl wearing just like straight patchouli oil. Mm-hmm. You know, a hippie. Me too. Hippie. 
Yeah, I love it. So yeah, maybe patchouli, orange, and lavender mm-hmm. might be a nice mix. Yeah, because cool. that's going to cover your bass, middle, and top notes um, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So, um, like I said, these are my mostly today. We talked about like perfumes that you'd want to use. And here's what I want to say about this. If you're listening and this all just sounds way too intimidating and you can't, you don't want to be bothered with it. And you're not looking to invest in glass bottles and carrier oils and essential oils. And it's just way too much, but you know, you really love fragrance and you wanted to get on today to listen to what that would look like. Um, doTERRA sells a lot of oils that are already blended, which would save you the heartache and the figuring out the frustration and the investment if that's not what you're looking for. My favorite, I have two, oh, three, three of their blends that are my favorites when that are already blended. One is called Whisper. And that might be, that might be your blend right there, Lucy, because it is like patchouli rich. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Irene, if you're on here and you don't mind unmuting, Um, the oil that I sent you that I make up, that's called happy. It is, it has the whisper in it and, and you liked it, right? So it it has the patchouli. That is amazing. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you like it. It's, it's actually a combination of oils that are already blends. So elevation for uplifting citrus bliss again, for like mood boosting and uplifting and energizing, um, the whisper for the grounding, and hmm, that's one other oil that I put in there. I can't think right now, but <clears throat> so, so Whisper is one of those blends that's already blended. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also, but it's still in a 15 mil roller bottle. So you still would have to do some sort of measuring with your, with your carrier oil, but they sell a blend called Hope. So if you're a person that likes floral and vanilla, it has rose and magnolia and vanilla, and it's pretty phenomenal. It's, it's, it's with me in my purse all the time. And another one that they do is called um, the adaptive that we've talked about a lot. So a perfume doesn't have, you don't have to blend these base notes and middle notes to, to come up with your own perfume. You know, it's really just dependent on what, what effect you're trying to achieve. And if there's already one out there that's for help for sleep, and that's what you're looking for more than a perfume, or if there's one that's out there for focus or mood, and that's what you're looking for more than specifically like a perfume, all of these can be used that way too. Okay, you got a couple of raised hands. Okay. Sharon? Sharon? Yeah. Hello, um, Sharon. I haven't forgot about you, by the way. I just had company okay. this week. <laughs> I, I definitely understand. It's been crazy for me too. <laughs> okay. Um, I wanted to ask, I know, I think they said that the, is it the lavender that can be <clears throat> used as a top and a middle? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to uh, double check. Yep. Yep, for sure. Thank you so much. Uh-huh, you're welcome. Okay. Um, iPhone B Robin. I, I don't know. Well, you know who you are. If you have your hand raised. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> if, if you know you raised your hand, you can go ahead and unmute yeah. and um, ask your question. Hello? Hey, it's Robin. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. The letters behind that. I, I, yeah, I got, yeah. <laughs> um, I just had a question because I jumped on kind of late. Mm-hmm. Can you explain the first, middle, and third levels? I think I, I got it, but I just want to make sure I'm clear on that. And I guess that's like the uh, the middle. Yeah. So just that. the different the different notes. 
Yes. So your so your top note is going to be what you initially smell when you spray on or roll on a fragrance. It's um, it's going to evaporate quicker than the rest of the oils in the combination. And they're usually lesser expensive oils. A lot of like the citrus oils are considered top notes. And again, they're going to evaporate throughout the day faster, but those are going to be the ones that you smell first when you initially spray on a cologne. Okay. Um, your mid notes are going to be sort of the body of the oil. It's going to be sort of um, um, the energy of the oil or the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, those can be combined more than, than one. I mean, all of them can be combined more than one. It just, you know, it would depend on how many drops you add in. But your, your mid-tone notes are going to be like the body of, of the oil. Sort of, it takes a few minutes for you to be able to smell them after you get past the top oil. But that's going to be what you really smell the most throughout the day. And then your base notes are going to be more of the woodsy grounding, usually a lot stronger, more intense smells. Um, that you would think you would smell them right away since they are the more intense smells, but that's not the case. But these are the ones that will hang around the longest. The base notes will sort of anchor everything together and make that blend synergistically sort of smell like you want it to. And But those are going to be the more expensive oils, the wood oils, um, like I said, the sandalwood, the rose, those types of things are going to serve as your base notes. But would it make sense to say that um, with each um, one of those, there are different amount of drops that may be required, I guess, based on the strength of the smell? Yeah, it, it really is more about the strength of the smell versus the, because the mid notes comprise about 50 to 70% of your oil. And the, your, your top note is only going to be about 15% of your oil. And then your base note is going to cover the rest of it. And, and that's sort of like a... A, you know, sort of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A suggested amounts of each, but that's not really going to necessarily determine how many drops. It's really, I like, I just do it, if I'm honest with you, based on what I, you know, the smells that I like mm -hmm. um, more than I really consider. And just making sure I have, you know, one or two of each of the three different notes in my blends. Oh. So, oh. yeah, I hope that helps. Yep. Thank you. Uh -huh, you're welcome. All right. Anybody else, Lucy? Nope. Okay. So nope. like I said, today was today was just sort of perfume and colognes, and they really are great ways to give gifts. If you can figure out what way works best for you, um, they really are great gifts to give to people because you can custom blend them to what you know people like and what people are needing. And um, But so many different ways to bring fragrance into your home from sugar scrubs to using them in a diffuser. Again, I'm going to provide a, a lava bracelet um, with your custom oil. The oil will be blended. Uh, you can let me know actually whether you'd prefer the solid perfume, the spray, or the 10 mil roller bottle. My preference would probably be the 10 mil just because it's the easiest way you know, to carry it with you and apply it. Um, but I, what I do when I want to, um, maybe I'm not applying it to my skin, is I will take that roller bottle blend and I'll roll it into the palm of my hand. And then I will take my, um, I don't know if you'll be able to hear it, but I will take my, my lava bracelet. And once I've rolled that blend into the palm of my hands, I'll then take the lava beads and like, you know, roll them back and forth in the palm of my hand so that that fragrance stays on those lava beads as your body warms, it warms the lava beads and it, and it helps the fragrance to um, sort of 
go out into the air. And so I just will then put it onto those lava beads. And you can also do that with just single oils, even if you're not, you know, wanting to make a blend. That's a really great way to have a perfume with you without having to figure out and worry about drops. If, if you know that you like um, peppermint and lime together or something like that, you can just put like one or two drops of each into the palm of your hand and then just go ahead and roll like that lava bracelet um, into your hand. And then you have your perfume without having to figure out drops. So I know that's a probably the number one question that I get from people when we do the essential oil classes is how do we as blind people measure drops and do all this so that we're able to enjoy the benefits. And my truthful answer to you is that I'm working on it. It's not easy. I'm not going to lie and say it is. Um, doTERRA really needs to step up their game, as do other oil companies, with helping us to figure out ways um, to measure those drops. But there are some techniques and the lava bead bracelet or a lava bead um, or like you can get lockets, necklaces that you open up the locket and there's a little felt pad inside of it. And then all you would need to do, like for you, Lucy, if you were interested in, say you were interested in Whisper, because it's a patchouli rich blend, you would just buy the Whisper, take the little felt pad out of the locket, put it on top of the oil bottle, turn it upside down. You know, you'd get one or two drops onto the pad. You put it back in your locket. You put it, you know, put it around your neck and you have that Whisper fragrance with you all day long. Mm-hmm. So there's ways around it, guys, is what I'm saying. If you want to make them, that's great. But if you don't, you don't want to be bothered with all of that, and it's way too intimidating, um, there's ways around it so that you can still have your own personal fragrance with you throughout the day. Okay, for ACB Radio, it's, it's uh, time to go. Okay. <laughs> and right. you do have one more question. I don't know if you want to take that. Are we good, Tyson? Can we? I'm good. We don't have anything going. We can extend just a few more minutes. Okay. Oh, okay. Never mind. She lowered her hand. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know who you are if you need to reach out to me. So Ga- it was Gail. Get- yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Gail, I know where you are. I'll find you. <laughs> so you can reach out to me at blindessentials at gmail.com. Um, that address is listed on the community call list from today. So if you can't remember it, you can do it that way. And we'll just wait and see. I look forward to hearing from you guys. So thanks, Lucy. I You're appreciate welcome. your help. No and problem. Tyson, thanks. I appreciate it. You're welcome as well. Monica, I'm glad you were here too. And, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank okay. you. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a beautiful day. You too.